Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker. She is the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and no matter where you're at in the process, buying, selling, beginning, thinking about it, in the middle of it, doesn't matter. If you've got a question, you want to contact Barb, the phone number is 719-301-3900, and she is the only person I would contact or recommend. Uh, in Colorado. Barb, uh, you have talked before about inspections and appraisals, but let's revisit this a little bit because they are very, very important. Why are they needed? And more importantly, who does these inspections and appraisals? Well, a lot of people get them confused, which I find interesting, but you know, you have to remember people don't buy and sell homes every day. It's the, you know, it, they're involved with their world and their career. And then when it's time to buy or sell, it's like, oh yeah, inspection, appraisal. I passed my inspection. The VA approved my loan. I'm like, well, that's not really an inspection. But um, so an inspection is typically done by the buyer's inspector to make sure the home is in functional, workable condition. They're looking at everything, cosmetic, functionality, future maintenance. Some things could be safety, some not. And the, the one kicker is, and I know we've talked about this before, is that in the state of Colorado, uh, inspectors don't have to be licensed or certified at all. Anybody could call themselves an inspector. I, who am very scary with any tool in my hand, could call myself an inspector. So, um, you know, I've had buyers do their own inspections because they felt like they were, they were good at that stuff. And that's totally up to them. They can do that. Um, but the, the whole idea is basically just to do your due diligence and make sure that there are no surprises that you're going to inherit when you purchase this home. And um, I had one recently, actually just a few weeks ago, where um, I usually warn the sellers, hey, these guys are not licensed. They're going to come in your home. Um if you, if you have an older home that doesn't have a sewer clean out, the latest thing that buyers are inspecting now or their agents are recommending that they scope the sewer because that could be a very big ticket item to fix. So um, they, most of the newer homes have what they call a sewer clean out, which is like a, like a little pipe that's outside somewhere and it has kind of a square looking top on it. And they could pop the top on that and run the sewer scope down and look for blockages or problems with the sewer lines. But the older homes don't have those. So typically they have to run through something like a, uh, typically a toilet or something like that. So what I've seen lately is these inspectors will pull toilets, seen them remove toilets. They're not supposed to tear apart the house. I've seen them go through tubs I've seen them scratch brand new toilets going through through a white toilet with their dirty metal thing. Um, it's, it's frustrating for me. So I always warn the home sellers, hey, be careful during an inspection. It's okay if you're there. It's your house. Even though the agents don't want you there, this is not party time for the agent and their, and their buyer's friends or anything like that. This is time to do the buyer's due diligence, but there's nothing wrong with the home seller being there. You should be available for questions because a lot of times the inspector may not understand the system properly and make some strange assumptions about the functionality of the system. That happens quite often. So in a home inspector, I had another one where 
the homeowner put a powder bath inside an older home in the master bathroom, added in another bathroom to the home. And the seller was there. My team member was there. The inspector went into this bedroom, closed the bedroom door. And a few minutes later, we hear these two loud bangs, bang, bang. <laughs> that should never happen during an inspection, but it did. And then after the inspection left, the sellers left, they came home four hours later, there's this big puddle on the floor. Well, um, turned out that the inspector went in and actually disassembled the pedestal sink to look at the plumbing and created a leak. Now they're responsible for any damage that they do, but even still that, that kind of stuff should not be taking place. And it, you know, I expected this to be a professional inspection and it really wasn't. An appraisal is a different thing. So an appraisal is required if the buyer is getting a loan, um, it's done by a licensed person. They're licensed in the state to verify that the home meets the loan guidelines. We'll talk about those in a second. And that the home, the third party's opinion of value is consistent or not with the sales price. Okay. So, um, and this is used by lenders to substantiate to the investors, which are the people supplying the money for the loan, that this home meets the loan guidelines and it's worth the agreed upon sales price because they don't want to get stuck with the home if they're leveraging this home with financing. So um, appraisers typically are there for only about 30 minutes. They'll take pictures, they'll measure. You don't have to be show ready for appraisals necessarily, but it helps. And they're just looking at overall condition and they're looking for safety issues where the, the home may not meet the loan guidelines. So for the government loans like FHA and VA, those things are things like peeling paint on the outside of the home, regardless of the age, missing outlet covers or a safety issue, broken windows, missing stair rails, trip hazards. And then the latest thing the VA has been picking on are window well covers. So, um, it's kind of a subjective thing in the VA loan guidelines that say that, you know, if the window wells are really large, they should be covered. Now, this building that we had to do window well covers on actually was almost a brand new house in an area where a lot of military buy. It had two out of the five window wells covered, but the appraiser thought it was a safety issue to leave these three window wells uncovered. Uh, and the problem is these, these are egress windows. So if there's a kid climbing out of that window, to lift that 40 or 50-pound window well cover could be a problem. So there's kind of two schools of thought, but you don't want people falling in or animals falling into window wells. So that's the latest thing that they've been hitting. And um, it, what was interesting is that some agents think that it's the seller that has to pay for that. And actually, the contract doesn't say that. It just says that if there's lender property requirements, you notify the seller and it's up to the seller if they want to do it or not, but the buyer needs this for their loan. So in this case, what we negotiated for was the buyer or their agent to buy the window well covers, which the seller nor the buyer wanted. So those are some of the things that go on with inspections and appraisals. There is a point of negotiation and it should be taken place between agents. We're not just the messenger. We're trying to uh, take care of the transaction and make sure all these issues are worked out so we, we can get to closing. Richard? 
Barb, I saw a meme or a cartoon and it was talking about a real estate agent who is being interviewed by a buyer or a seller and, and talking about their negotiating skill. And the, uh, the agent said, well, my best negotiating skill is begging. Begging is not a good strategy when it comes to representing your client. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. I'm Richard Randall, of course, alongside. Barb is the only person I would recommend. And no matter where you're at in the process, where you're even just thinking about it or whether you're in the middle of it, you can always give uh, Barb and her team a call. The phone number is 719-301-3900. Barb, what are some of the challenges that you have with inspections and appraisals on inspections if the buyer really wants to buy unless something weird is going on with the house there's really no reason we can't work through these issues um, unfortunately sometimes inspectors put these ideas in the buyer's head that the condition of the home is more adverse than what's really true some buyers get scared away but if a buyer walks away over minor stuff, the reality is they really didn't want the house. Um, recently, I got a lowball offer on one of my listings, and the agent told me, well, they were already under, they had to have an answer really quick because they're already under contract for another house, but they like your house better. So their intention was to try to get a second contract on a house and then blow up that other contract. Uh, to me, it was, it didn't make a good impression on me as to this buyer. What if they do that to my seller? You know, what if they blow up this other deal, put this home under contract, and then they terminate it later? Anytime a house has a failed contract, there's always questions asked about why did it fall apart that we have to deal with. So, you know, it's an important decision for a seller to decide whether or not they'll accept a contract. They did not in this place. But, you know, you don't want to present your buyer in a situation where it puts your future ability to perform in doubt. And it's certainly not, even though the buyers have all these opportunities to back out of a contract, I just, I just really don't like it if agents go out there and play what I call the lock and shock game where they go get a contract and then they see something else. They like, oh, I'll terminate this one, go buy that one. It says in the contract that the buyer and seller have to act in good faith. They should not still be shopping once they go under contract unless the house that they're buying is so egregious that they don't want to live with it. So it's, you know, we see that kind of stuff come up on inspections. And then probably the biggest worrisome idea on appraisals is if the appraisal comes in low. So we as agents can negotiate that issue. Um, I, I actually once had a lender devaluate a, an, a, a property after the appraisal came in. The lender went back in and said, no, it's not worth what the appraiser said. I think it's worth even less. And what ended up happening was it was really sad for the buyer because they wanted the house. So the buyer had to bring an extra over $5,000 to closing to buy this house because the lender said, oh, I don't think it's worth that much. It was really unfortunate. But typically if an appraisal comes in low, we can work through those issues. We can renegotiate at that time and get those things worked out. Richard? 
You know, and it just, I think, speaks, Barb Schlinker, to how it is so important and why it is so important to have somebody who has experience, and especially in your case, representing both buyers and sellers, having been through all the inspections, the appraisals, and all of the rest, no matter where you're at in the process. If you'd like to talk with Barb or her team, always give her a call at 719-301-3900. Again, that's 719-301-3900. Each week, the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker informs and educates anyone who's in the market to buy or to sell real estate. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the best ways to find homes, how to get the advice of an agent when planning to sell, and hot new listings. Stay tuned for that. 